let's just say transactions are a little boring. You know, I just pay and then I go about my day and, you know, I, and, I, and I'm shopping every single day. So why not make it fun? Why not add gamification? Why not add cryptocurrency now? You know, there's all kinds of new forms of payments. Uh, there's different biometrics, you know, hands, there's voice, there's, you know, eyeball scanning, all kinds of stuff. And so I wanted to use a face because it's not just uh, your visual image of who you are but it's also sort of your unique identifier as a payment method. So, you know, you don't leave home without your face. This show is produced in collaboration with Adyan, a reliable end-to-end payment solution that enables businesses to turn payments into a strategic growth driver. We're also brought to you by Lulu Financial Group, a global financial services provider headquartered in Abu Dhabi and operating in 11 countries. Finally, Couchonomics with Arjun Singh, is brought to you by M2P Fintech, Asia's leading payment infrastructure company that enables businesses of any scale to embed financial products. Welcome to today's episode of Couchonomics with Arjun Singh. I'm your host as always, Arjun. And today I'm joined by Mihai Dragici, who's flown all the way from Bucharest, although he'll tell you that he's just flown in from Delhi. But I like the fact that he's come from Bucharest who is the founder and CEO of Pay by Face and uh, his business does what it says on the tr- tin which is Pay by Face. Mihai, welcome. Thank you Arjun for the invitation. And I hope you're comfortable on the couch. Yes, it's it's good. It's, it's good? good. Yeah. I've right, been in you, you, taxis all day long so right. couch is nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't fall asleep. Yeah, right. Okay, That's I'll, not the yeah. point, right? Yes. So so I've obviously known you for a few years. right uh, yes. we we met first i think two or three years back i think it was three years back right yep. and and at at that time you were you were you'd launched pay by face in in europe uh, you were looking to get into the middle east uh, i was with a large retail conglomerate i was particularly keen on bringing uh, the solution and being the first in market to launch uh, uh, what's very pleasing to hear is that you've made a lot of good progress since then yes. and we're going to come to that right Um let me kind of dive straight in then, right? We sure. have about 25 to 30 minutes, so the pleasantries can wait and, and let's get into uh, the hard straight question. Biometrics is not new, right? Uh they've been around for a decade if not longer. Um uh you know, we've been using retinas at airports, we've been using uh thumb imprints for maybe two decades if not longer. right yeah. um what's different this time around um well i think the technology is definitely different uh cloud computing is different algorithms have gotten better um and there's more of an appetite for innovation and change i think now um and all of that combined clearly the the terrible pandemic that hit um all over the world has disrupted the the loyalty programs in retail uh has disrupted the experience and the amount of friction that you need to do when you're going shopping and so now that we're we're finally traveling again and go you know going to the store without plastic coverings and all kinds of uh, you know very fearful environment um change uh is going to really differentiate one business from another So 
as soon as you enter a store and you see new tech, because at the airport you just landed and boarded the plane with just your face, uh, and then you go to your favorite you know, cafe and you also pay by face, it's, I think it's going to make sense. So, so you use the word pay by face, right? Yes. And, and then let me bring that angle in, right? Financial services and, and, and kudos to a number of you know, fintechs and organizations where you know, the adoption of technology is moving at, 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 at a light speed, right? But they still tend to be relatively conservative when it comes to, uh, I guess, consumer privacy, security, and so on and so forth. What do you think has shifted you know, in terms of, of, of the financial services? Is it just that we are on this contactless wave and, and biometrics is just yet another sort of, I guess, yet another wave on the back of another contactless wave? Or is there something more to it? I think there's definitely something more to it. Um, that The contactless was influenced uh, by the pandemic, um, of course, but also the idea of taking payments beyond the transaction. I think that's also important because let's just say transactions are a little boring. You know, I just pay and then I go about my day and, you know, I, and, I, and I'm shopping every single day. So why not make it fun? Why not add gamification? Why not add cryptocurrency now? You know, there's all kinds of new forms of payments. Uh, there's different biometrics, you know, hands, there's voice, there's, you know, eyeball scanning, all kinds of stuff. So now it's trying to figure out which one of these experiences do, does the customer actually love the most? Um, is it a phone without buttons or a phone with buttons? So I think that's also part of it is trying to figure out what is the customer going to want? And that's what we're in the business of is trying to figure that out. And I chose face. And why? So that's the question, right? So as yes. you said, Amazon's gone with palms, right? Um, um, others will go with thumbs. Uh, voice. Um, voice, You yes. know, I actually tested voice as, as a payment mechanism, right? So why do you think face will prevail? Well, face uh, is also... Uh, something that is very prevalent in our very highly uh, uh, present social media world. We are driven by social media. Uh, celebrities and influencers, it's their face. You know, it all started with movie stars and actors, and Tom Cruise looks like Tom Cruise. You know, Penelope Cruise looks like Penelope Cruise, and it's their face. They don't, that's, that's their sort of their trademark. And so I wanted to use a face because it's not just. Uh, your visual image of who you are, but it's also sort of your unique identifier as a payment method. So, you know, you don't leave home without your face. Uh, you're, you, you don't run out of batteries on your face <laughs> and all these things. And this is actually what started the idea of Pay by Face. Um, born in Bucharest, about four, four or five years ago, I was, uh, I was in Seattle. I, I was born in Romania, but I uh, went to the United States when I was five, and I grew up in Texas and did all my engineering career in Seattle. So about four or five years ago, I was living on a sailboat in Seattle, building a winery. I was kind of you know fed up with tech. I had done so many startups. And my mom called me up and said, hey, why don't you go back to Romania and go see your grandmother? Um, she had just turned, I think, like 87 and I actually caught her in life, and I took a selfie with her. I hadn't been back for 25 years. And while I was in Bucharest, I uh, had a coffee uh, on a cafe on, in the streets of Bucharest, and the uh, waitress came out uh, and asked me, how would you like to pay, cash or card? 
I've never heard this in the States. Nobody asks you how you want to pay. And so I was like, well, why does that matter? Why don't I just pay with my face? Sort of like jokingly. Uh, and we had already talked about something like this in Dallas, Texas, just several months before me going to Romania. So it all started clicking and linking together. And I was like, you know what, for my engineering background, I think I can actually build this. And, you know, then I started customer discovery, talking to all the banks, learning payment systems. And four years later, here I am launching Pay by Face all over the world. That's well done. So tell us a little bit more about your journey. So it's very interesting where it all started. Where are you on your journey with Pay by Face? At the present moment, we um, just um, raised our seed round. And um, now we're traveling the world. So I've the last three weeks, I've been traveling all over India, uh, setting up our our offices in Hyderabad. So we're going to launch with um, at, at Hyderabad International Airport, and which is which is really interesting because you've probably seen now at airports you're starting to board with your face at passport control. Mm-hmm. You're it, you know you're getting your face scanned, uh, and it's it, it's sort of this dystopian sort of thing uh yeah i was gonna i was gonna introduce you as you know meet me high the person who's bringing us a step closer to the dystopian future minority uh. report is is coming yeah so um, so you're launching in hyderabad yes as one of the markets we've already right. launched in bucharest we that's launched what I, in, yeah that's what i know that was our our sandbox so to speak our test we experimented in and bucharest. you targeted fnb businesses yeah we targeted uh we targeted anyone and anyone everyone who would accept it first of all it was just taxi services taxi also. yeah we're in we're in uber taxis in bucharest in the back seat okay. uh we're in coffee shops and salons pharmacies um all over bucharest um and that was where we wanted to see how do people react to it uh, it was very experimental for almost two years, and the pandemic was in, this was in the middle of pandemic, so we had shutdowns, businesses went out, you know, we had to pull iPads, move iPads. It was a, it was a nightmare, but we learned a lot. And at the same time, we did two accelerators. We were in a startup boot camp in Amsterdam, and the Visa Innovation Program in Bulgaria. So that's where we really started becoming very mature and uh, thinking of how are we actually going to monetize this technology. And how are we going to make it safe, secure, and convenient? Because those three components, is as soon as you hit those three components, that's when the payment system innovates. It does, and that's important. And 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 this is the question I wanted to kind of come to you next with, right? So you 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 bring the the biometric side of the facial payments. You combine that with 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 payments, right? Uh, in all intents and purposes, it's not just the payment process which you have enabled. You open up a whole I guess box of opportunities, right? What are those that you see, right? So, so, and 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 sort of paint a picture around, you know, how are you seeing uh, transactions? Uh, I don't want to use the word retail because I don't think your solution is only applicable to retail. You can go beyond retail. How do you see actually this go forward? How do you see it evolve? Yeah. So I think the. Imp- um the vision here, I guess, the mission and vision is to take payments beyond the transaction. So going, I go, I've been shopping my whole life. <laughs> Ever since my parents gave me money, I started buying bubble gum and shop every day. It's part of our life. Um, and it was very boring. I mean, you just go, you know, tap your card or give cash and it, it, you don't, you, you do it and you forget it. And I realized that you're, you, you still have to go buy milk and eggs. You're still going to go pay for your drink and you're going to do this. So I wanted to create sort of the Netflix of shopping where you've subscribed now to shopping with your face. That's basically what you're doing on Pay by Face. You're subscribing to shopping. And, uh, and then you choose 
to pay for that with your face. You don't have to carry anything anymore. So with pay by face, you don't need your phone. You don't need your card. You don't need anything except your face. Um, and it really becomes uh, the next level because most almost every payment thing that I've seen, watches and rings and you know chips and all this stuff, you have two components of that transaction. You have the merchant side and the consumer side. And the consumer has to have something, the cash or coins or chip or whatever, and the merchant has to have a receiving side, a phone or a post or something. I basically took out the hardware side on the buyer because you're born with it. And uh, that, was, that was the first step. And this sort of makes it, uh, very scalable on the issuing side, the so to speak, side of consumer it, yeah. side. Um, the next step was to make it scalable on the merchant side. So you and don't. That's my question. How yeah. do you answer the ubiquity issue on the acceptance side? So it all started software. Software is the secret answer here. So I agree, but how? By making it platform agnostic and easy to distribute. But you're still dependent on some level of hardware. Yes, I depend on uh, an iOS device or an Android device mm -hmm. to uh, run my software, my app. But you can download it just as easy as you download Facebook. So I don't need some fancy equipment. You don't need the iPads anymore? No, it can be on anything now. It can, you can put it on your phone and have uh, take payments straight from your phone. And it's also very lightweight on the, um, on the actual uh, algorithm side. So you don't need any fancy like souped up, you know, iPad anymore. Now you can put it on just a simple $40 Android tablet and be in, in rural India selling coconuts and making payment payments with people's faces. Okay, let me ask you the hard question. How do you solve the issue with privacy and, and, and security? Because that, that, you know, as a yes. consumer... That's kind of my number one issue. Yes, and that's been the most asked question ever since I've been doing this. I would imagine so. <laughs> I've been asked that question that the two most. That there are other fools like me, yeah. or I'm not a fool. No, it's Actually, it's a very it, it's a very uh, very important question, and I think that's important. Uh, because I think that's part of the education and awareness, right? Yeah. Because you're going to meet people who are on the spectrum of security, right? Where there are people like. I guess some people who don't care mm -hmm. and then there are people who are paranoid. Yes. And and you need to be able to bring along the wider spectrum, I'm not saying everybody. Yes. But go on. What's your what's your perspective? Um my first of all, my perspective is I don't expect pay by face to be for everyone. Um Great. and I really want to target my both my merchants and my cus, cus you know, my buyers and consumers for the 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 convenience because we've noticed over you know doing this for the last four years almost in so many tests that it's really pay by face is really about convenience and speed mm -hmm. uh, primarily of course security and safety is is the core but it took us a very long time to reach that checkbox um, plus the the technology itself uh, I built myself mm -hmm. so that, I'm aware of that <laughs> yes and so it definitely took me a while. Uh, I, I have the background and the knowledge to do it, and I'm not saying it's perfect, but now that um, you know we're part, and there was an article just a few minutes ago that went live from MasterCard that we're in, in the biometric. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So now I have um, engineers that are much smarter than me um, and uh, people that are going to help us improve this even further 
on data privacy, on uh, data security, on um, scalability, and how do we actually protect the user for from that utopian, you know, we control everything Big Brother style. So mm-hmm. it's going to take more time. I think it's always going to be in motion. You know, technology doesn't stop. We're always going to be improving it. We're always going to be adapting to new regulations. You know, now that now that you know, cryptocurrency is is starting to go. You know, how what if we had to combine cryptocurrency into pay by face? So it's always going to be a dynamic environment as far as data and who owns the data and where does the data go. And this was one of the key um, decisions because we are a European based company at the core. I had to abide by GDPR mm-hmm. um, and GDPR from what I understand, especially in the Netherlands is probably one of the str- strictest uh, regulators on, on data. And we architected pay by face specifically for that. So we built around the rules that I was given um, to make this as uh, appropriate for general public in retail as we possibly could. And now with MasterCard's help and part of the biometric program, we're going to go through some very rigorous um, testing on data, how, what happens with the data, how, you know, what happens if you have a twin brother and a twin sister, what happens, you know, for all these fraud aspects, <laughs> there's so many different use cases. What happens if someone's standing behind you and you duck and they make a payment, yeah, right? I, oh, I saw <laughs> that funny video on YouTube. Yes. There's a viral video on that. Yeah. So we've, we've gone through a lot of these questions internally especially up here in my head, I can't sleep at night because I just think of all these, oh, how are they going to break my system? Uh, how could they, you know, fraud, fraud. Even in cards nowadays, you know, fraud is always a, an important question in, in payments. Um, and so we, we really tried to add elements on top of e-commerce payments because that's pay-by-face pay is running on e-commerce payments adding things like uh, passive liveliness to detect if it's an actual person or a photo. Um, we added things like geofencing to make sure that you are actually present within the proximity of your shopping region. You know, if I'm here in Dubai, there's no reason iPads and Bucharest should even have my data on them, right? So we, we did things like this to really uh, improve it. But we're still, like I mentioned earlier, it's all based on the technology and we're using the power of today's available technology, cloud computing, um, the very powerful mobile devices uh, to be able to aggregate a whole bunch of different uh, components in a very unique way to make this as safe as possible. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Your brand says pay by face. I know you're vetted to the face. Are you vetted, are you vetted to the pay? <laughs> to the pay, no. So we, the, the face will actually, now that I link the face to a card, because that's, you know, your face becomes a card, um, we can do all kinds of really cool stuff next. So we've already thought of, you know, drone delivery where the drone scans your face, very futuristic stuff. Um, drone, AI drones flying around with, you know, from dropping pizza, scanning people's faces, payment done, you know, super utopian, <laughs> uh, to taking money out of ATMs with your face, uh, to, you know, robots walking down the street, you know, scanning your face and, you know, serving you at the restaurant. You already see the, the robots at the restaurants delivering, you know, yep. so, you know, you just scan your face, you paid and there's no human anywhere involved anymore. Um, even to the point where I even have a, a, a future project going on 
where it's sort of the metaverse. You know, now we're going into virtual reality. I cannot finish any episode without the word metaverse. Yeah. Go it, on. It, <laughs> yes. But go on. Let's have your view too. Sure. So, so you know, Mr. Zuckerberg is betting hard on the on the metaverse, and well, we're going to be living. Him. There's a lot of <laughs> people lot betting. Of, yes. <laughs> so everyone thinks we're going to be living in this virtual reality, you know, limitless world, but. We still live on planet Earth until Musk can start flying his rockets to Mars. Um, and so I, I'm building a sort of an interactive uh, AI, um, it's called Eva. <laughs> and uh, she can, uh, she has face recognition, voice recognition, and she can be installed on the TV in your living room. And you can talk to her and say, hey, Eva, you know, what's the weather like? Tell me a joke and please order me a cab and some pizza. And she scans your face. You, she already knows your card on file, you know, makes the payments, sends your emails. It, it's starting to go into that robotic minority report. You know, we're all uh, Wally, you know, the movie Wally, where you just, yep, yep, I do remember you know, <laughs> so I think, I think it's a little bit un, um, it's hard. It's a pill hard to swallow, mm -hmm. you know, thinking that we're just going to be surrounded by all this technology, but artificial intelligence and machine learning is here to stay. I think it's not going to stop. Uh, let's hope it doesn't go towards the Terminator route, right? <laughs> Skynet. <laughs> Cause that's, we've, we've got a few movies <laughs> thank you Hollywood for freaking us all out. <laughs> minority reports. But no, yeah. no, but there is a risk. It right? is, there yeah. is, there is a risk. Why we, we, I'm not saying we, we, you know, this turns into minority. Yeah. Reports for now, I just want you to buy a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, yeah let's and, just keep it at coffee cups <laughs> and yeah, sandwiches. And, 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 and obviously, you know, yeah. or use it for loyalty programs. Loyalty. Or, yeah. Or, or, so. or, or something which is related. Right. You've obviously setting up shop in Mina. Yes. Right. Um, um, talk to us a little bit about what's been your experience in this region. Uh, what are your plans? Um, um, uh, spill, spill those beans that you're happy to. Um, we're not asking you to tell us everything. But, but talk to us a little bit about what, what, what are you doing in the Mina region? What are your plans here? Yeah, so it's, it's what I'm really trying to do in as many... Um, major cities as I can with the funding that I have. Um, and it's, it's one of the key locations in the world. Of course, Dubai, uh, being such an innovative city, uh, always showcasing to the world the latest tech. I was, uh, from Jitex. Yep. Um, you know, there's so, so much advanced technology here. It just really made sense to also be here. And we want to, you know, we want to be a market leader. I want to, um, showcase pay by face and I, I i feel clearly dubai is the place to do it especially if we can apply the last four years of our learnings and experiments um to do it even better here than than we did in bucharest um and so i think that the, this is a, a stage for the entire world for us to have to participate there so clearly i want to set up an office i want to get a company a subsidiary company uh, going, I want to create some partnerships um, with retail chains, and and start um, you know taking payments with face in a local coffee shop or restaurant or by the hotel bar. And it's not bar. just the UAE, to be honest yep. with you. You know, you, you you sit alongside the kingdom, which is you know three x the size, and then you know you have uh, Egypt, which is about a hundred yes. million and. And as a matter of fact, a, a younger population, very much open to trying new 
ways of payments. Uh, it's not a bad idea, uh, but it will be a slog, right? Uh, I'm not suggesting that Bucharest wasn't, uh, because I think the fact of the matter is that there are a number of countries here, and they all have their own nuances in terms of how regulation plays out. You know, uh, that we don't really have any regional banks, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that, that multi-geography effect, that efficiency that comes around, it doesn't. So, you know, my two cents of advice would be start with the UAE. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing the right thing. But then you need to quite rapidly expand into those larger geographies because, you know, your business is one of large quantum, right? Economy yes. scale needs to kick in. So you want to get in. And you want to get in where where you can, you know, I guess circumvent people who are going up this sort of this journey of change, right? Yes. I, I use this example that a lot of us uh, in a part of the world I grew from, grew up from, went from a landline to literally a smartphone. Wow! Right, uh, we skipped the whole beeper and the mm-hmm. you know the first generation of of mobile phones, and 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 that's kind of what you want to do in some of these yes. countries like Egypt and others. You can literally sort of skip straight away. You yes. don't have to kind of wait through this the, through the journeys, right? Mihai, pleasure to have you. Thank you, Arjun. I wish you the very best. Um, um, uh, obviously, we'll stay in touch. Uh, we have for the last few years. It's good to see you in person. Likewise. Uh, and not at the back of a Zoom or a Teams call. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, best of luck. Get your company set up. I think you're days away from what you told me earlier today. Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, bring this dystopian future to us. Sure. I'll make it possible to get a beer with your face in Dubai as soon well, as possible. Yeah, as soon as possible. As soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. We should do that. Cool. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Arjun. All right. Cheers. Cheers. So we had Mia Hai. Um, he's founder and CEO of Pay by Face. Um, he's setting up shop in the Middle East, but obviously he's operational in in number of number of other countries. And quite impressive to hear that he's he's actually going to be launching something in India in Hyderabad because the Indian fintech scene is just you know it's it's just incredible with what's going on there. Uh, with that, I'd like to say thank you and goodbye, and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye bye.